the can, liquor out the bottle, how the good Lord intended it. Yes, he did. I love my country. I love my country. Six strings and fiddles and ski from Kentucky. We keep it funky. We like how it sounds. Monday to Sunday. Yeah, I love my country. Of it's time for Boat Smart. It's Friday and 10.07 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Stefan Schmidt is here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I am in the house today. You're in the house. Yeah, way better than outside. It's like 200 degrees out there. There's, it is not it is 200 in here. In here. <laughs> I am never cold. This is awesome. Yeah, we are. I don't know if they've got raw meat in the corner. But I don't know. If I fall asleep, it's because I love sleeping in this cold. Oh, so, me too. I love cold weather. You know. It's just cold air conditioning is different. And um, yeah, but we are definitely, we can't complain about the heat. But the heat advisory has just taken, it's in effect right now. It started at 10 today. 10, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. People you can cook a hot dog outside, but keep them cold in this room. It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do about going back outside. It's you don't want like to. A shock. You just stay in here. <laughs> it's going to be a shock. You are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. 850-437-1620 is the number. Boat Smart is sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola. Phone number 850 850- Four nine two zero four eight seven four nine two zero four eight seven. The website keymarinecenter.wixsite.com. You can also just Google Key Marine of Pensacola, and that website will come up for you. So I think that's the easiest way instead of typing all that stuff in. Key Marine is your Yamaha, Mercury, and now Suzuki Repower Center. Special discounting prices on all Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki motors if they have them in stock. <laughs> it's always a good idea to check with them. Uh, if you can't find a motor, I would definitely check with them because sometimes they may have a used motor that, that will fit the bill for you. 850-492-0487. Key Marine specializes in service and repair on all Merc Cruiser, Mercury, and Yamaha, uh, and now Suzuki product. They have trained technicians that can provide top-notch product service and repair. Check them out on Facebook as well. So last week we were talking about uh, the Blue Angels and 4th of July and all kinds of other stuff, and, and this in the next coming weeks the fourth of july week that weekend into the fourth of july and then the blue angels is going to be exciting time I've listened to the show on the way in and 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 all the things that are going on that is going to be a busy busy week that week for everybody in the pensacola area there there is just something to do that entire week and it's just going to be a great time so as we go into the show and this week and next week we're going to talk about boating safety uh for uh the fourth of july and also for the air show and i want to put in my little tidbits what i've learned in the past as i went out and and uh in a boat to these uh different events and just kind of give my insight on that and uh, if you want to add to that you're more welcome to do that if you are a person that goes to the boat to the uh air show or to to the fourth of july um you know just to the fireworks give us a call 850-437-1620 or text us uh, maybe you have some additional information that can help people uh, be safe during these events and that is our goal uh while we talk about it is to keep people safe during these events so we'll touch on that as we go deeper into the show uh we've been really busy at school we're in summer school we we have uh, finished our third week of summer school that's halfway through we have six weeks of summer school going on right now and 
again, WOT is my is is what I talk about. Wide open throttle. That is the acronym for wide open throttle. And we have been wide open throttle at school, and my students are just doing a great job. I actually told them the other day how good a job they're doing and how much I'm enjoying. Uh, summer school with them and how they are so engaged in the learning that we have going on over at Georgetown Technical College so we're just having a great time uh, in the summer school and the things that they're learning is stuff that they may not learn through the normal school year and uh, they're also able to have me closer to them out in the shop area which helps them to learn uh, as well I do want to give a little shout out to one of my students Mark and and he is just you know when I talk about my students and I and all of them are doing great but Mark stands out and above many of the students there because this guy he uh is he'll just do anything to learn and I mean he just has a great attitude he jumps into jobs and helps other students he's willing to learn anything that we throw in front of him and he does the extra uh studying to do the learning and and just jumps into all the different tasks and stuff that we have going on uh during our summer school and he's well past trailers and things like that and my students were that my newer students were working on a trailer and i, I walked out there to where they were at and he jumped in to help them working on a trailer so he doesn't mind to step it up and help other students uh with jobs that uh, he's already performed and understands and i just just want to give a shout out to mark because i just think that he's just doing a great job as well as my other students but he's standing out this week for me as far as what he does and things like i think it's okay to recognize an individual for the hard work and stuff i'm getting ready to put him to uh in the job market somewhere uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to try to place Mark at a dealership. Uh, we have one in mind that I'm working on uh, that he wants to go to work at, and that's a that's a big deal for the dealerships, I think. When I have a student that wants to go to work for you, I want to work at your location. Wants to go to work at all. I like it. Well, go to work at all. That is true. <laughs> yep, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I have had a few that didn't want to go to work, but, you know, what do you do? Anyway, but yeah to go to work and he already has an idea of where he wants to go to work so you know we're working on that we're trying to move forward uh with that and uh we'll let you know how that works out in the future when i when i get that uh information and how we're going to make that happen so we had a boat come in this week and i want to talk to uh, my listeners about this because um when you we're in a saltwater area and my students have to learn about corrosion and how to uh, mitigate corrosion on boats, how to, not, how, to, how to have the engines and the boat components not corrode apart. And I had a great example of electrolysis that came in uh, to my shop. It's great for the students and not great for this customer at all. Um, but we're trying to help him uh, in this repair because uh, the boat that came in had basically brand new motors on it they're 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 less than a year old and he has less than probably 10 hours on this boat and what happened was this boat had sat in a lift in on a dock and apparently the tides have been a little high uh lately uh in in these areas that where this boat is or this area where this boat is and the dock was destroyed kind of back in we had a hurricane i can't remember all the hurricanes names now what was the last one we had sally sally yep 
and i didn't think that was a bad one apparently it was bad you know on the beach and that kind of stuff well it took out their dock and the electrical and all that so uh they still had they the the main portion of the dock is still there but the ability to get out on the dock and all the electrical was damaged during sally okay so it's been a few months and since that's happened and i, don't, I guess it's been probably longer than that but anyway the boat was sitting on the dock on a lift mm -hmm. and the only thing that was in the water was a skeg of the of the outboard this is the lower part of the outboard it helps maneuver the boat or drive okay. the boat okay okay the skeg is in the water along with a single prop blade okay and then the water came up uh just to the carrier nut on that so if a, if a person understands the which is about the level of the bottom of the prop okay so the entire engine was not in the water just this mm. portion of the engine was in the water well when the boat got to the to the school i'm doing a visual inspection as we're riding this boat up and i see this uh corrosion on the skeg and on the props where it has actually eaten away and eaten through the aluminum and the stainless steel on the props oh. it was amazing how how much damage is done by this so i'm i'm looking at this and i'm talking to my students and, and brought them all out there by the way we gathered around the boat and we start talking about what i'm seeing because i think a visual lesson is way better than you oh, know yeah yeah so 100%. i'm having an opportunity to give a visual lesson so i'm doing that and we're talking to the students and 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 i'm telling them what's going on here and i said there's some kind of electrical current going on around this dock that this customer is not aware of and this that is the failure or the reason this unit uh had the electrolysis happening uh on the drive and you know the, the lower unit and the prop i mean it literally ate the corners of the prop away it's like you took a almost like a cutting torch or a laser and cut it away but it was very jagged you can see and all the blades were like that on this prop and i'm looking at it and i'm trying i'm, I'm being a de detective at this point right trying to figure out what happened You're very invested yeah i'm investigating this to try to figure out what happened you know because you have to figure out what happened in order to fix the problem right right put a new lower unit on or whatever send it back out where if we don't know what happened then it could happen again so that's what we're trying to do so i'm looking at this and i'm saying there has to be some kind of straight current let me call the customer and talk to him so i called the customer and i asked him about the situation at his dock i said do you got power on your dock and he's like no we don't have power on the dock it docks damaged we're waiting on permits blah 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 to get this thing fixed right okay i said there's some power somewhere around your dock you sure you don't have power on your dock he says well some of my neighbors have extension cords run out here to their boats and right there was the answer to the question how did this happen okay the extension cords that are running out to the boats are draped down in the water causing stray current to run through the water okay around these boats the boat that we're dealing with right now was out of the water to a point where his zinc anodes his sacrificial anodes were not in the water okay so this stray current attacks the prop and the gear case components that are in the water so now you have a boat that's sitting it's isolated from uh, all the uh, components that should save it which is the zinc anodes okay the the sacrificial anodes that are on this uh, engine that are not 
touching the water the, the zincs are not touching the water and now the stray current is running through the lesser uh, components such as the gear case and the props that are on the boat okay, okay. so it, it's pretty neat to be able to uh, talk to my students about this and show them in reality what happened okay so it's funny last week i was going to talk about anodes and sacrifice sacrificial anodes and things like that and this came up and i didn't get to it last week so this came up so we're, we're going to touch on this more it looks like i got a text message here uh center console with the 2002 mercury 115 efi four stroke okay the shift cable to forward neutral and reverse has about an inch um back and forth slack to it without moving the shift lever could this be the cause of the uh, foot slipping out of the proper gear okay so it has some slack in the shift cable okay so when you're looking at this now my, one of my questions would be on the shift cable is this something that happened over time or is this something that happened since the boat you know since you've owned the boat okay um typically on shift and throttle cables you always adjust the the engine to the control box so it may be a minor adjustment so i would get somebody to look at it and see what's going on in the control box and make sure the control box is adjusted correctly and then that you adjust the engine to that control box as far as shift and throttle is concerned so it may be some adjustments it also could be a control box that's wore out or a cable that's giving you some issues so um if it's shifting well and you and, and you're getting a good engagement i don't know that it's a major problem okay the cables are about eight years old about eight years old mm -hmm. yeah. this is and, the first time it's happened okay it, it could be cable issues it could be control box issues i would definitely get somebody to look at it um what i would look for is how is it getting stiffer to shift okay that's a, that's something that you have to be aware of and, and it's like anything else uh when you're not when you when, when you are driving your car driving your boat or whatever and something starts to slowly happen you really don't notice it right so right. you may have to get an expert to look at it so is it shifting a little harder or or throttling a little harder that would indicate that you have bad shifter and throttle cables so i would look at that as well so the inch play is not a major factor for me. What I'm thinking about is, okay, are the cables stiff? Are you getting a slow shift because of that? Are you not getting good engagement? And you, if you listen to my show a few weeks ago, we were talking about a boat that had bad shift cables in it and caused major damage to the gear case. So I would get it checked out. I would have somebody that you know is, is well-versed in that, like, like a Key Marine. Let them come out there and look at it and make sure that it's shifting properly and get it checked out. You know, the year the cables don't, it, it all depends on the boat. So I appreciate that text. I hope that helps. I hope I answered your question on that. So thank you uh, very much for that. So hopefully we can get that squared away. Okay, excellent. Right. Yeah. And we can still have time for our other calls. Yeah, we'll do it. Number is 850-437-1620. Uh, we'll take calls or, or text on that. So we're working with this customer now on that corrosion issue, trying to uh, to, to uh, get that corrected uh, for that customer. Um, you know, it's, 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 
it's bad it's sad for him uh, we're trying to make it work out and we're trying to help him out as best we can with what we have over at george stone so we're working with that customer but a, a great lesson for students bad lesson for customer you know but sometimes that's the way it happens right you know so anyway uh so we are working on that trying to get that squared away as well looks like we have another text coming in here and let's see what we have here i had a rumor uh for from my parts supplier that 2026 two-stroke motors will be phased out wait a second oh in 2026 okay i noticed this uh week that when parts from yamaha's has doubled in price okay uh, what is an alternative well when you talk about the two-stroke motor and our area that we live in they're being phased out anyway just through corrosion and things like that you know uh, when you move further north uh, you do still see two strokes now basically two strokes are being they're done they're phased out anyway everything is going four stroke anyhow okay now as far as the parts supply for those i've seen later model motors that you have a hard time getting parts for it all depends on the manufacturer and that kind of stuff so uh you have you have some aftermarket suppliers out there that you can use uh for your two-stroke motors uh that you can get parts from the internet is a great tool for that you know go on the internet and try to find your parts that way um you know they it's just in our area the two-stroke is basically phasing itself out like i said and as far as the parts is concerned if there's no real market for it of course the manufacturers are going to definitely you know phase them out a little bit so yeah uh i can see where that you know can be a problem for people that have good running two-strokes and there are a bunch of them out there still you know so uh best of luck on that again you know check out the internet try to find some people that are uh you know selling them aftermarket and there's some good aftermarket parts manufacturers out there not as much as on yamaha product but mainly the the uh the products such as mercury uh the american-made stuff you'll see more of it than you do the uh the other uh, products like the yamaha and nissan and, and and honda and those kind of things so okay all right so uh moving forward here we were do we have we got a call? We got a call from okay. Larry. Uh, we want to squeeze in another call here. Larry, go ahead. What's your question? Yeah, good morning. And, Dad, Kevin, I'm sorry I didn't tune you in a little sooner. Just said, listen, I enjoy your program. Uh, but I caught the last just couple of minutes. Um, what's the story with the Evan Reed E-Tex? Well, I mean, you know, that 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 manufacturer is gone, so you're not seeing anymore. I mean, there are some people that still work on those around, but so, they're gone. What's the latest E-Tex What's the, what is the latest, your best guess on the, what was the last year they made that e Because I got buddies that have them, and, of course, they tend to think that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I've always been a four-stroke guy, but uh, at Yamaha's, but uh, that's interesting. So you talked about, you know, support. Uh, did they just phase those out? Are they going to phase the e or did they just quit making them already? Well, they just quit making them. So the, they, they, the company went out of business as far as the e is concerned. So, uh, again, I say there are several – not really several a few locations that still work on them that are officially e-tech dealers but you'll just have to find them you know how about that well that's, yeah. that's interesting again i'm not at the end of the program but i do appreciate you taking the time to talk to us voters and you have a good week and man it's gonna be hot again it is gonna be hot so drink plenty of water and try to stay cool right, appreciate the phone call thank you all right so yeah good good uh good calls good texts appreciate that very much and you know i like to know that people are listening and hopefully we're helping them that's what we're here to do 
We're also here to get people in my program. I didn't mention that. I'm the Marine instructor over at Georgetown Tech, and I teach the Marine Service Technology class. Uh, we'll talk more as we go in later into the summer about trying to get enrolled over there and how to do that and that kind of stuff. So as we get into the 4th of July, and I'm really going to hit this next week, the only subject is going to be safety next week, okay? And we'll talk about that. So as you go into the 4th of July weekend, are you going to go out on your boat and watch the fireworks? A lot of people do that and i've done it i've done it several times and it's fun to do okay and it's really uh, you know you can get a front row seat out there and you, you're you can listen to i'm pretty sure cat country runs the the fireworks show and all that stuff on the radio so you can tune in to that and probably 1620 as well and sit out on your boat and listen to the the show on your radio and on your boat and watch the fireworks you know front and center which is awesome to do so i have some safety tips and tips that you can um, help you uh, when you go out at night to watch the the, the uh, fireworks okay number one is always make sure that you have all your safety gear on your boat everything that we continue to talk about on the show your life jackets your your flares your radio all the things that you're that you need your throw cushion all the things that you should have anytime on your boat you should definitely have them on your boat when you go watch the fireworks okay so that's also very important check your navigation lights make sure your navigation lights are working that is very important okay because when are the fireworks they're at night right and you're going to go out there and you're going to be returning back to your home port wherever it is in the dark and the nighttime okay so it's very important to, to make sure that your navigation lights are working not only for your safety but for safety of other boaters that are out there i remember going to uh running at night whether it's a it's a fourth of july or what have you and coming back and 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 running upon a boat that doesn't have the navigation lights working whether it's the bow lights or the or the uh actual running light the anchor light what have you and and that is a very dangerous situation because you come up quickly on those boats especially on a very dark night and you don't see them because they don't have the navigation lights operating or they're not turning them on or what have you or they got the wrong light on or whatever it's really uh difficult to see these boats at night so make sure that you have your navigation lights working and that you understand what you're looking at as far as navigation lights are concerned okay when you see navigation lights from another boat what direction is that boat moving okay and where is that boat at and you kind of tell speed from that boat you can kind of tell the length of the boat you can tell it's moving toward you across your bow all these different things that you get from a navigation light that you, you must be aware of when you're out at nighttime so it looks like we have another one here ran out of gas but the fuel gauge showed half a tank what is wrong hmm that's a great question yeah i've, I've heard of that it's typically if your fuel gauge is reading half a tank it's bad it's usually a bad sender okay very really most of the time an easy fix uh i don't recommend people changing fuel senders on their tanks if they're not you know uh well versed in that so i highly recommend key marine on that uh it, but it's more than likely a fuel sender it's an easily an easy fix so uh check out key marine they would be more than happy to help you on that fix okay so yeah all right great question i appreciate that so make sure that your navigation lights are running and that kind of stuff and again we're getting ready to get to the end of the show again and uh we need a six-hour show <laughs> 
It's a marathon. It's a marathon. I talk fast. A telethon. I I talk fast, you know, to get all that information out there. All right. We're going to touch more on this next week. And we want to thank our sponsor, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Give them a call, 850-492-0487. Thank you for listening, and thanks for all the calls and texts. Thank you, Stefan. Yeah, next week we're going to talk more boater safety and preparing all of it. Yep. Yep. We want everybody to be safe and come home in one piece after 4th of July fireworks and Blue Blue Angels. Angels. Yep. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Hey, stick around. I've got some more fun coming up here on Pep Talk.